Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto. No, no, no. We're not there. Where are we? Waterloo. Waterloo. <laughs> Waterloo, where there's one fucking really confusing street, man. She explained it to me. I don't know if you were listening, that we were actually in Kitchener when we hit the first place that we thought was her address. Uh, and once we crossed over a certain road, then we were in Waterloo and the numbers restarted. Gotcha, That's why gotcha. we were confused. We were looking for your place in Kitchener. Yeah. But by the way, you could walk from Kitchener to Waterloo, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone, it's Amanda. We're in Waterloo tonight with um, an RMT. I guess her clients call her Christine. Her friends and other athletes call her Parker, Christine Parker, RMT. <laughs> In Waterloo, not Kitchener. And we're here to talk about her, really. I don't even know where to begin because we're I'll tell you talking what. about all different things. We met, we, you took a course. Yes, I know what course you took. You've taken yes. one with us, right? Yeah. You took, you took, let me see my memory's good. You took assessments review in Niagara Falls. Yes. Does that seem right? Yeah. Wow. I'm so proud we of a, you. We were in a basement room. We were in one of the... I don't remember where it was, but I know that was the course. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember that. I'm very proud of you. I remember that well. <laughs> and and I, we did really well and we all finished early. Yeah, that was good. It was, a, it was a small group, so it was good. We have an assessments course tomorrow. Yeah, yeah nice. I'm not, I'm, well, yes, I'm excited for it. I'm always excited for assessment courses. But yeah, that's where we met. And then I follow you on a lot of social media stuff. And you do some really fucking cool things. So I was like, we got to get out here and talk to this girl. Yep. And I just do what Mark tells me to. <laughs> So here I am. So let's start at the beginning, since I actually don't know anything about you. Uh, Mark knows what he sees on Instagram, which is what you choose to let people see about you. Uh, For anyone listening, why don't you give us an introduction, who you are, how long you've been at RMT, what other fun things you do, what your practice is like here in this nice cozy room. Uh, So I've been practicing since 2001. I went to CCMH. And then, um, yeah, so RMT for almost 20 years now. I think I'm tapping my way out sometime soon, probably in the next five years or so. Um, what? Why? I just, it's... You're done? I'm kind of done, but I, I also, like, I do some bioenergetic stuff as well, um, which I would like to start focusing on a little bit more. But yeah. I also really love sports photography, so I'm trying to up the sports photography and just, and some other photography niches in general and then kind of you know go out with one and start going in with the other yeah yeah let's go to the beginning then like wh- what were you doing before rmt school ccmh in cambridge well if my math is cambridge? correct she was a kid i was in high school <laughs> straight from high school so I, I after i graduated high school took a year off and then i went to college for massage what made you want to do massage so as i've told the story before um i thought about doing my kin degree but i learned that you had to take oec oec everything <laughs> Yeah, OEC, I think OEC calculus. OEC I was like, calculus. Yes. I didn't. I'm like, I hate math. I hated. I started to hate math after about grade eleven. Um, I was like, I don't want to take OEC calculus, so I'm not going to go do my kin degree. So <laughs> what else can I do? That was actually me, by the way. I wanted to do kinesiology and was told that I had to take OEC calculus, and yeah. I had the worst calculus teacher. Like, not in OEC. I think it was. What was your calculus teacher's name? Do you remember? Oh, it was a tough one. Um, a, Difficult to pronounce Eastern European last name, and I actually don't want to call him out. He might be a wonderful man, but I didn't feel that his teaching was very great. And I, math was something I struggled with anyway. Um, so somebody that I'm really close friends with now, we hated each other in high school. And that's how we became friends because I had to suck up my ego and go to her and say, I have no choice but to take calculus. I don't understand a fucking thing. You need to right, help yeah. me. And <laughs> so her and I it. became friends because she became my calculus tutor. Nice. But I, I'm with you. I did not want to do OAC no. calculus, but I wanted to do kin that bad that I was like, okay, this is happening. I'm doing calculus. Yeah, I didn't want to do it that bad. <laughs> Well, because I thought about being a physiotherapist. And I was like, well, to be a physio, you got to do that. And then there was another road I thought about taking uh, sports injury management. Yeah. And I think there was a course out in Calgary. So I talked to one of my phys ed teachers and he put me on the path to that. But then I was like, when I checked it out, they take 32 students a year. Mm. And I was like, oh, my grades aren't good enough for that. Like, I know that. <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm, I'm smart, but I'm not that, like not that niche smart. And the other thing I asked the um, the liaison at the college, I was like, if I do my massage therapy diploma, can I get into it that way? And she's like, cause a lot of people have like kin degrees and stuff going into it. And she's like, well, I can't guarantee you'd get in. 
I'm like, well, that's not what I asked. I said, would that yeah. be similar <laughs> to doing a kin degree? I said, would it would it be comparable? And you know, would they would they consider? It? She's like, well, I can't guarantee you'd get in. <laughs> well, you can't guarantee I'd get in if I had a kin degree anyway. Right. So anyway, so um, but I knew that was very pigeonholy, so I didn't. On that note, though. Had you been receiving massage therapy or physio? Like, were you a, a client or a patient before you went into massage? Because I never even considered massage as an option. It never entered my mind because I I didn't start getting massage therapy until I was in my 20s. So I never really thought yeah, of it in high it's school. It's like I didn't even know massage was a I thing. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. yeah. How, no did, how did you figure that out? I had my first chiropractic appointment when I was in like grade five. Okay. Because my mom is on the alternative side of health stuff. So uh, she went okay. to a chiropractor. Yeah. So I did that. They had, you know, naturopath and stuff mm-hmm. there. Uh, he was also a naturopath. Um, and then I think in grade 11 or 12, I had my first massage treatment. Okay. So my, you knew, yeah, about I knew about therapy. It. Okay. And in phys ed, our, one of our uh, modules for phys ed in grade 12 was massage therapy. So we could like practice on each other. We had an RMT come into class, teach us like... Look at we, our faces. <laughs> like what? We had a pretty cool phys ed program. That's like, what we did. That is cool. a cool phys ed. You could pick what you wanted to do. So if you wanted to do volleyball or if you wanted to do whatever, you got to pick what you wanted to do. We got to pick because this is, I didn't get to pick massage. But this is not even new. Like that's a long time ago. Yeah. It, it was like 97, 98. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah 97, that's six. cool. That is pretty cool. I so think kids I, should be exposed to all these different things. Like yeah. I said, I wouldn't have even thought of massage as a career option in high school. And look at me now. Yeah, I didn't have that stuff. Like I recently did, uh, there was a there was a high school that contacted me to come do athletic taping for their for their kin That's class. That's new though. They High schools now have, it's called the Specialist yeah. High Skills Major Program uh. where they let students actually take courses in fields that somewhat interest them to give mm-hmm. them some real world experience. So yeah, he taught athletic taping to a group of like 40 high school students. Yeah, and they stole all my shit too. I didn't realize till I left. I'm like, where the hell are all my scissors? Where's all my extra oh, <laughs> yeah, where's my pre-wrap? <laughs> Fucking bastards. <laughs> but we see we did taping in high school too. Like I learned how to tape ankles, which came in handy because I had to end up taping my own ankle. So. Did you go to high school here in... In Baden, Waterloo? Waterloo, Oxford. Okay. Just outside the city. Ah, things I didn't know existed back oh, then. Yeah, I know. Cool. Okay, sorry. That's, get, that's what you get for going to a country school. Right. That's okay. <laughs> so you you decided to do massage because kin required calculus. It was calculus. a shorter program. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, I'm like, two years, perfect, then I'm done. Awesome. And then and that, from there? From there, wait, 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 I, did you Did you check out any other schools or CCMH was just because it's local, you're like, that's it? I actually went to, I went to the Newmarket campus. So hey. I didn't even go to the Kitchener campus. They didn't even offer it. Did they have they, the Kitchener campus? I there? think it just opened. It was either a year or two old. Okay, okay. Um, but they either offered me North York or Newmarket. Oh, and okay. I was like, if I go to school in Toronto... I'm not getting any studying done. Oh, and, and that was a crappy location, like even just traffic wise. That was like, when was yeah. that like around Mel Lastman Square? It would yeah. have been shitty for you to, to go in and out of there. Yeah. So I thought, well, Newmarket's just north of the city. It's, nice. you know, quote, quieter town or whatever. How I'm long like, was your commute? Well, I lived up there. Oh, you but moved it, up Yeah, there, but it was right? an hour and a half, I think, drive. So not awful, but I didn't have a car. So. What'd you think of school? Was it what you thought it, it was, was going to be? It was intense. Yeah. It was like, it's crazy intense. Um, I know. I'm asking you to remember a while back. Like, that's like a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember what I had for lunch. Um, yeah, it was good. Like, it was, it was definitely intense. And I think in my third, fourth semester... Oh, I was in it when our, when the school went into receivership, too. Mm. So fourth semester, just before midterms, that weekend, we were supposed to come in Monday morning, write our pathology exam. And we got an email the night before, was it email? No, phone call. Cause we had, yeah, because that would have been like a... Yeah, that was like a little pre, been pre-email. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pre-email. Um, but we had like a, what do they call it? Like a phone tag thing pyramid thing going on yeah. so i got a phone call saying no we're not going to we're not writing our exam monday and we're like what the heck so like that was basically like, no we're not writing it monday we're gonna write it wednesday and then wednesday night or tuesday night we got a phone call saying no we're not writing it so that whole week we basically just got a phone call the night before yeah saying don't come to school so monday we finally go in and we're like are we writing our exam or are we do we have a school to go to? Like, what's happening here? Because hmm. they don't quote me on this. I think somebody from Texas or somebody came and bought the school. <sighs> I don't remember, but somebody finally bought it. But our teachers had been working for I think a month or two without without pay, and we didn't. We had no idea what was going on. Wow. So yeah, like it was crazy. I wouldn't have hung out that long as a teacher. I I don't remember if that was exact. Like I think that's what I recall hearing. But um, wow. Yeah. But we finished the school, thank goodness. But there was also students that were doing the the 18 month the mm-hmm. short program so they had just started in January 
So I'm like, could you imagine coming into a school and then all of a sudden like, oh, we took your money, but we're going bankrupt. Like, you know what? I, I can, I can, I can see that happening. We've done episodes on really shitty schools and mm-hmm. shitty programs and how that stuff happens. So yeah, I see that happening quite easily, actually. So I was, I wasn't freaking out as much because I was like, well, I'll just come back home and hopefully finish school yep. here in town. And then we were talking about, you know, students going to North York and the other schools, the other campuses taking us. So I don't think some people were freaking out as much, but. Mm-hmm. But you finished. Yeah. But we finished. We graduated. And. So wait, wait, wait. I know, I know. Was your OSCE back then seven stations? Four stations? Four. Four. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. It's put the time frame in for me now. Okay. All right, cool. Why, why is everybody looking at me all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, because I just wanted to figure out, well, like, Whereabouts. when you tell me years, when anyone yeah. tells me years, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Because my only reference point yeah. is really high school. So I was in high school, like, 94 to 99. And, and you mentioned any other years yeah. other than that. I have no idea. So when you tell me, like, you graduated this, this, this I don't really have a frame of reference. <laughs> and with the Oscies, it was but the when you tell me Oscies, I have a frame yeah. of reference. Yeah, it was the first year they put breast massage back into the back into the protocol. Or I don't know if it was back in or whatever, but they put it back into the potential that you could get it. So and I got I don't it. Understand the really? timeline? It so she did four stations, but then you went after, and you had fourteen. Then I went after you, and I had seven. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. It went from it went from that four, and then when Andrew, former director of the RMTAO, remember he was telling us this mm-hmm. how how he. He was involved in that process of redoing the licensing exam, and that was one of his things that he brought in was increasing the number of the numbers of stations and changing the time frame because you guys didn't have like these ten minute stations, right? No, I think we had like thirty. Yeah, you had. I don't remember. There were several things to do in this a yeah. lot larger allotted time. So it was four very long stations. Exactly. Yeah. How intense was that? I probably don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like I just remember like it was yeah, like I think you had to do palpation plus assessment plus something else. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of things all one time. Thing. Yeah. All was somebody staring at you yeah no pressure and not speaking and just looking at you and expecting you to say <laughs> stuff and then you're like ah oh, do I keep going am I done like yeah it was stressful very stressful oral exams I don't like because I'm like if you're staring at me I'm like did I say the right thing did I not say the right thing versus like a written exam I'm like well if I don't know the answer it's only me thinking I'm stupid at that time right it's not, it's not someone else <laughs> exactly. looking at me going like how do you not know this I remember so, my first oral practical at school I remember I kept looking at the instructor to see a reaction right like just to see like you know am I doing things well am I not but it like stone face like he his face didn't change the entire time which I guess it has to right I ended up doing really well and yeah I think it was probably draping or health history or whatever came first I don't know but I remember I kept looking for a reaction and I was like nothing you're gonna give me nothing okay cool whatever um at my OSCE the same thing even though I already knew the way it went, I mm-hmm. kept kind of like glancing at the examiner's faces. Like, am I doing okay? Yeah. Are you guys disappointed looking? Are you annoyed? Like, I just, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's weird. I, ne- I never even trust the examiners. I know it sounds stupid. I don't. I don't trust them at all. Really, at the end of the day, there are a bunch of RMTs that applied for this position and mm-hmm. they were they're trained from the college to... This is how you mark this. I don't know. I don't trust the whole process. It sounds really stupid. But I guess that's why there's more than one, right? So I guess. if yeah. one person just doesn't like the look of you, <laughs> if the marks are like completely different, yeah. then somebody wasn't being objective, right? Yeah, I guess. Was there always more than one examiner? I don't think so. But that's something that's something that they do now. Like in the sure. room? Yeah. yeah. There was, now now they have... No, there was two people. I'm, there was I'm, pre- two I'm pretty sure there's there two people and then plus the person you were working yeah. with. Yeah. Mm. Two people and now they might the even have someone that observes the examiners. So you might be in there with like three people and and a body on the table i'm even more nerve-wracking yeah, really. <laughs> whole bunch of people, people here get you? out <laughs> i mean obviously you did okay because here you yes. are 20 years later yes. so it wasn't that bad right right after getting licensed what was your first job? Uh, I worked with a chiropractor, self-employed. Like he he had an office that was open. I I wanted to go, and I, that's what I that's not what I wanted to do. I'm like I want to go work for another person, like with other people, like as an employee, like mm-hmm. and do it that way. I did not want to be self-employed, yeah. but that's just how it happened. Uh, so I was there for about two years, and then I actually thought about going working on a cruise ship or working at like a what Sunwing vacation or whatever, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then. I met a guy <laughs> and then that went Always sideways. Always happens that right? way, eh? Yeah, guys Always. Get, get in the way. So I, I mean, I stayed here because of him, but I didn't like 
you know. Did you bring it up to him? Like, this is this is something I want to do? Or you didn't even bother? I think I mentioned it. And then we started dating. And then, I just, and then this other job came up here because yeah. I wasn't really looking here, but it's someone offered it to me. And I was like, mm. oh, yeah, I, I could do that. That's cool. Do you ever look back and be like, fucking what guy. Could have been. I could have yes been. Yes and no. Could be in a resort I, in Jamaica. I do, but I'd be like, it's like the butterfly effect, right? Like, yep. had yeah. I gone, I would not be in this office right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I would have, I mean, there could have been other amazing opportunities for me that I have no idea what they were. It could have been, you know, crash and burn. Like, I have no idea. Mm. So, I have no idea. But I mean, either way, looking at your life through social media, we see that obviously travel is still a part of your life. So it's not like you yeah. missed out on travel because of yep. this, this guy. Yep. So you worked with a chiropractor. Was it just you and him? In the Myself office? and him and another massage therapist. Okay. Yep. And then that only lasted for a couple of years. Um, we are going to talk about on this episode the fact that you're an athlete. This entire t- Have you been an athlete your entire life? I've always played sports, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you were working in massage, were you still like pretty heavily into sports even yep. in the beginning? Yeah. Yep. Field hockey specifically, I started playing... I mean, we played rec kind of in grade six, seven, eight or whatever, but then in grade nine, tried it for the team in high school, made the team in high school. And then after high school, our coach, uh, she played for a summer league and she was starting to recruit some of the the older players from the high school team to the Kitchener Classics. And then I went out and tried out for that team one year. I think I was 18, maybe 19 at the time. Uh, made the team, been playing on that ever since. Nice. Were you ever worried of a sports injury taking you out? Of your career? My mom, as soon as I came a massage therapist, my mom was like, well, should you play field hockey? What if you hurt yourself? <laughs> it's, it's a real thing. <laughs> Which is true. So in high school, I actually broke my thumb. Another girl slashed my hand and my, yeah, the distal flange, you just like, it totally broke. Like it wasn't just a I just fracture. imagine it, it like wobbling around. Yeah, it's nice. It was just, it was just like a little triangle piece that was just kind of hanging there. Yeah. So, I mean, I they put me in a cast. And I was like, why do I have to have a cast? Like, put me in a splint and I'm good to go. And he's like, if you move your thumb or your wrist, it's going to slide. Then you got to come back, put pins in and all. I'm like, okay, we'll we'll put the cast on. (laughs) But then I couldn't play the rest of the season. And uh, so that sucked. But yeah, so then when I became a therapist, my mom was like, aren't you worried? I'm like, I could get hit by a car walking across the street. That's true. And field hockey is something that I love. So I'm like, I'm not going to stop playing. So you've never had that happen then? No, knock on wood. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've had other injuries with field hockey and stuff, but nothing. Nothing like prevents you from working because mm, no. I, I really can like I think I ride motorcycles and I've gone down a couple times and there's one time that I went down that it messed me up and I couldn't do anything for, yeah. A, yeah. for a while and that's when I was like oh maybe I should put it away but then I was like nah maybe not yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I've had a couple like stuff here and there that has put me out for maybe you know a couple hours or something or I like text message my physio and be like can you fit me in today can you tape my back <laughs> so I can go to work and he usually fixes me up really well and yeah I mean like Mark said anything can happen yeah. I don't think if I were an athlete I don't think I'd give up my sport for my career because then you're like what you're just working and there's no joy in life I yeah. I don't blame you uh, one time when I was working um, in a chiropractic office I was the only massage therapist there so it's not like if I got injured somebody else could just come in and take over I'd have right. to cancel all my clients that day and I was walking from lunch tripped on like an elevated piece of the road and fell on my elbow oh. and had like numbness tingling all down my arm into my hands and I was like okay this is just momentary I'll be fine and so I went back to work and I tried to do some stuff myself and I was like oh no I I can't treat so I had to cancel the rest of my day and I remember that moment being like fuck man I'm so fragile like (laughs) I cannot hurt myself or I don't make any money today like that kind of scared the shit out of me like I need to be really careful and that was just walking no wonder I'm not an athlete <laughs> so give us the rest uh, of the career path then. Oh, uh, what was I doing next? Um, oh, so after the two years with that chiropractor, so a friend of mine started massage therapy school the year I graduated. So when she was done, and I was basically done with the two years with that chiropractor, she said, do you want to go somewhere? And I'm like, yes, let's go travel. Let's go work somewhere. Uh, thought about Hawaii and things like that, but just the red tape to practice there was ridiculous. So mm-hmm. we actually picked Australia. Uh, so we went to Australia for six months. We worked for three months and then traveled for three months. So they had a bridging program at the time where they just basically let Canadian massage therapists come over there and work, which was awesome at the time. And we were 25 and 22. No, I was 24. She was 25 at the time. It's like a dream for a 25-year-old. Isn't that similar to what Corey did? We had another therapist on who's, she's a young therapist and the beginning of her career, she would only take like locums in her town Mm -hmm. so she could like work part-time, like part of the year in her hometown and then she would go to Australia and work there for however many months and she'd come back to do some locums and then she'd go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. What was it like being a MT in Australia? They had two, well, there's two different versions. They had their 
massage therapist and then a remedial massage therapist. So remedial massage therapist is what we are. Massage therapist is basically, um, they just give like a relaxation treatment. So it was nice because we got, we walked in, we got paid more because we knew more. Easy to find work. Yeah, it was actually. There's a couple towns that we worked in and. Was the pay good there? uh, From what I remember, I think it was about 30 bucks an hour, 32 bucks an hour. And I mean, when you're in Australia and you're 25, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's paying for your vacation. And that's basically what we were doing. We were basically paying to, to like paying to, to working to pay. Yeah, 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 that. (laughs) Amazing. Do you surf? Yes. I only surfed once while I was there. No Um, way. Yeah, well, I didn't, I wasn't a surfer at that time. So, but we're Uh. like, we're in Australia. We got to go surfing. Uh, Yeah, so Jerry and I went just down to Bondi Beach the one day and uh, did the learn to surf. I may have hit her in the face with the surfboard. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, well, they gave us these like 12 foot long, like styrofoam things, right? So they're hard to handle. You're just in the whitewash. So they're not, you can't control them very well. I don't know that I ever would have made it out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was, so I surfed that one time. And then I think three years ago, I was in Panama with my friend Allison. And we're like, yeah, let's go. So I'm like, yeah, I want to go surfing again. Like I hadn't surfed in like. 12 years or something um we rented boards went out for the day got totally smashed by all the waves and I, was, I was just getting defeated i'm like i gotta get up so we came and had lunch i'm like no i'm going back out so i went back out and there's still people out surfing I, I got smoked by this one wave i was so mad but i'm like i'm not gonna let this like i'm doing this I'm doing this and i went right back out i caught the next one i was like so pumped i was so excited and then i caught a couple more and i was just exhausted so i came back in <laughs> it sounds very similar to my first experience snowboarding i'm not a skier I'm I'm not a winter sports person, period. I dislike winter. Look at how miserable I was when I walked yep. through your front door. Like, I'm so cold. And that was just coming from your back parking lot. Yep. So my one of my best friends, she's a snowboarder and her and her boyfriend invited me to come with them. And they were going to, you know, quote, a very easy, uh, what do they call it? A gradual run. It'll be right. easy for your first time. You'll be fine. Okay. One, I was scared shitless getting off the lift. Like that was enough for me when I got off the lift the first time without just falling on my ass. I'm like, we're done here, right? Like yep. I did it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep, we're good. I'm good um, now. But so he was, her boyfriend was actually helping me the first couple of runs and he had me do what he was calling like snow plowing. I don't know because mm, yeah. I'm not a snowboarder, but sort of just basically in a squat, like shimmying yourself down the hill. And then um, the third one, he's like, hey, you're going to do this on your own. And it was a more gradual run than I guess they're used to. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. I did one run and went straight into some bushes and fell on my ass. Oh, no. And then the next one, I was like, okay, I'm at least going to make it halfway down. The next one, I made it the entire way down, didn't fall at all. And I was like, this is a perfect time to call it a day. <laughs> and I was done. <laughs> so I went win. down Take one time. I'm like, I win. I'm going to go inside and have some coffee. Check you guys later. <laughs> awesome. It doesn't seem fun to me at all. At I'm not all. a winter yeah, we're sports not, person. We're not winter sports people. Yeah, though. I would never do that. Surfing culture. Is it as cool as it looks? Yes. Because it looks, it looks fucking <laughs> yes. cool. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I have seen Point yes. Break and yes. it looks fucking cool. Yep. If I could do it all over again, I would just, be, I'd go like hang out on the beach and grow up surfing. Mm. For me, it's like, I've always been drawn to the water. So a lot yeah. of my holidays, like they will revolve around water. But if I can, even there was one night we went out and I wanted to do a sunset surf, which is fan freaking tastic. Like just being out there on your board at sunset is incredible. Um, but sometimes I just want to go out there and sit on my board. Like I don't even care if I catch a wave. Yeah. Like catching a wave is awesome, but sometimes just being out there and just out sitting out there watching the sunset on your board is just for me magical it's just it's calming and it's peaceful and it's all the times you've been to florida you've never thought about no taking man. surfing lessons no 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 i don't think i'm cool enough for that culture <laughs> i don't think i'm spiritual enough for that culture i feel like those people feel like they're at one with the ocean and you know what i mean or at least every tv show or fucking movie i've seen yeah, yeah. That, even the know. way christine just described it it's very like spiritual and yeah, peaceful. Not... you're more like man and machine give me motorcycle yeah something like that yeah <laughs> But, but there's also something about conquering that wave too, right? Like it's just, I mean, when I go out, I've always gone out with, with guides because I don't know how to read the water. Yeah. There's sometimes where I'm like, oh, that's a good wave. And then you go to, and they're like, no, no, it's not. I'm like, how, how do you know it's not a good wave? But mm. they just, they know because they've, it's, I, yeah. and I kind of relate it to like, people like, well, how do you know that's, that, that muscle sore or that's tension there? I'm like, I just, I just know. I just know. It's intuitive, yeah. right? So I think, you know, when you grow up beside the ocean, you just, yeah. you know how to read it. I like, I like being by an ocean. I like the beach, but I don't think I would ever... It's just not my thing. But I also don't challenge myself when it comes to that kind of shit. Like, I just, I'm fucking lazy. Way too lazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See me, I'm just like, okay, keep me going on a smaller board. Like, just keep me, keep going down the, the smaller boards. I'm like, I just want to keep going back yeah, out there. That's cool. I can, I can, not my I think so I'm more just fun. afraid of surfing. 
I'm I'm not the strongest we swimmer are, either. Were you ever scared of shark surfing? Because I assume you look no. like a fucking turtle from like when you're paddling. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's that's why I assume like a lot yeah. of surfers get fucking shark bitten. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, when I was in Nicaragua, there are no sharks there surfing, mm. so that's not an issue. I mean, obviously in Hawaii, you got to be a little bit more careful for some spaces. Yeah, we go to this one. Places, we go yeah. to this one beach in Florida, New Smyrna Beach in Florida, and it's like shark bite capital of the world, but still everyone's surfing. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy, absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah, but they have sirens for that if somebody sees one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if but you like, were the person. But like, that okay, but lets like, if, if you think about like how many, like, what are the chances of you actually getting bit by a Listen, shark while you're there? Was there was a dude. We, we talked about this on the podcast before. We were we were at a bar and there was a dude singing. Like he was there with his band, didn't he? He got. I was going to be like fucking fifty cent shot nine times. <laughs> it was yeah. It was he was an extreme multiple, number multiple of times. Shark like he was on he Shark had. Week and oh wow, yeah, it's insane. But he survived. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. We met him singing in a bar, and he showed us all of his scars on his legs. It was pretty <laughs> That's cool. Crazy, yeah. We just had but no. On to the answer podcast. your question, no, I'm not scared of sharks when I go surfing. Bravo. No, because it's. I don't think that's what she's thinking of at the time. No. We just had somebody on recently because you were t- you've named a few countries now. So obviously you like to travel and we had her on because she's had massage in 13 different countries. And I can't remember what the overall total number of countries that she had been to, even though we just talked to her last week. But do you know off the top of your head how many countries you've traveled to so far? I could count them, but not like right off the top of my head. Like more than 10, less than 10? I'd say more than 10. More than 10. So you're a traveler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you decide where you're going to go? Recently surfing. (laughs) Um, yeah, the last couple of trips I've done, even though the one I'm planning in, uh, in August, I want to go to Portugal. Like I'm going to be in Europe already. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be in Europe. Where can I go in Europe? You can surf in Portugal. So I want to go to Portugal. Amazing. And then it depends if I'm traveling with someone or not, right? Like if they want to surf or they don't. So you must love this fucking job. There's not many other jobs that will allow you to, when you go away, how long are you going away for? You're going away for a long time, right? In August, I'll be all pending, but probably almost a month. What other job can you fucking just fuck off for a month? Not that yeah. you're fucking off, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> well, I mean, being self-employed in general gives you the the freedom if you if you plan properly. Yep. You can plan your year where you work like a fucking dog sometimes yep. so that you can take off whenever you feel like it. How many of these places that you've traveled to were similar to what you did in Australia where you worked? Or was that the only time? Have None. the rest of them just been yeah, vacations? they've just been vacations. Like, I'm, and to take a month off is new. Like, I took, I, I had a rental property last year that I sold. And after I sold it, I'm like, I'm taking a month off. I'm, I'm done. So I did Thailand and Bali for a month. Um, and sometimes they're, they're last minute trips. Like, I knew I wanted to go, but I booked it three weeks out and then I took a month off. like I told a lot of my clients I'm taking it off but I didn't actually physically book it till about three weeks out and then cool. I just yeah so I want to talk a little bit we just we alluded to it at the beginning but part of why Mark wanted us to come out here is like he said you do so many things but you want to transition from massage therapist to sports photographer so how long have you been a photographer actually call myself a photographer or like hobby like an actual photographer I'd say like maybe two years but I've been playing with my camera for like five or six and how did you like really get interested in that I it fascinates me because like sure I like taking pictures of things but I don't feel like I would ever be out somewhere and like this would make a really cool fo- I don't know I it fascinates me. People who have like the eye for super creative things like photography yeah. or design. Like I, you put me in an empty room. You're like, what would you do with the space? I'm like, I don't know. Paint the walls. Leave it empty. <laughs> call, call Ikea. <laughs> right, exactly. So how did you realize like this is something that you have a passion for and that you're good at? So again, like I've always kind of liked photography. Like even as a kid, I was at a camera and that type of thing. Um, and again, I obviously love sports. So um, kind of put the two together. But I've I, a friend of mine owned a magazine, so I was shooting for her newspaper, and then I started shooting concerts. I'm like, I love to shoot concerts. Concerts are fun, too, but there's not a lot of money in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, I like shooting sports, and I went and shot uh, our local Kitchener Titans, the basketball game, the basketball team. Um, really enjoyed that, and I shot a couple other sports. I've sh- um the Laurier and Waterloo football teams, and then I just started getting into that, and I was like, this is really fun. And I like sports, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's and plus it's there's the competitiveness of it of yeah. trying to get that that best shot. So what what makes the best shot? Depends what you're what you're going for the emotion. So like, but like, I mean, obviously, like in sports, it's usually um, I put me on the spot. <laughs> <Super>. <laughs> what makes the best photo? Um, I heard from someone you always want two eyes and a ball in the photo, um, but just. Something where you can see the photo and you know what's going on. Right now, all that's going through my head are like um, 
images of athletes doing like crazy things, you know, like I took athletic injuries in university. Mm -hmm. And I remember some of these photos that they like captured the exact moment of impact. And you literally see like the person's like, like you can almost like feel what their femur feels like in that moment or something. It's that's pretty cool. I mean, I guess that's a little morbid, but (laughs) (laughs) like I was editing photos the other day and I'm like, that's a great photo. But I was like, unless you see the photo before it, you don't, it's, 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 out, it's somewhat out of context, right? So that would be good in like a story right, right. and mm-hmm. a story around it. But yeah, there's some photos that you just, you want, or you want like the emotion of it or, you know, it's got to pull some type of emotion. Do you have like a favorite sports photo that you've taken? Um, like you look at it and you're like, this is my best fucking work ever. Well, last year I took a photography workshop in Denver yeah. um, and it was put on, it's called Summit Series and it was put on by photographers who are Sports Illustrated and Associated Press and Getty Image. So it's like the the top of the top. Like I knew, I think there was three photographers or maybe four that I knew that shot the Super Bowl this year. I'm like, I know that person. I know that person. Which is awesome. Like, and those are the people that I was learning from. So, um, so in that situation, we went out and shot, uh, would we shoot lacrosse, motocross, which was fun. Um, that's the other thing. Like, I don't, like, I like shooting football's fun. Um, Baseball, I'm not a huge baseball fan, so I don't really want to shoot baseball. But I don't really, I don't really want to shoot the typical basketball, football, baseball, like the the major stuff. I want to shoot like the motocross or like field hockey's a little bit, you know, off the beaten track too, or like rock climbing, like those type of like Muay Thai. I love shooting Muay Thai, Mm. um, kickboxing, which is really fun too. See that? I can imagine you get that shot like just after somebody gets like kicked. Yeah. What well, is and wrong the, with me? And the glove to face <laughs> photo- like photograph is hard to get. Like if it's just it's timing. And mm-hmm. then you gotta have the, the frames per second on your camera and stuff help too. So um some of those images are kind of hard to get, but when you get them, it's just like I imagine knowing the sport it. really well. Yes. Helps is, is it yes. is it super difficult to shoot a sport you don't know well? Yeah. Depending yeah. on the sport. I mean, if sports are similar, like field hockey and soccer are similar, so mm-hmm. you kind of know where to stand and things like that. But I recently shot indoor field hockey and I'm like, I'd only shot one game of indoor field hockey before. So right. when I was shooting indoor, I was like, okay, where should I stand? And you got to kind of think, okay, where would I stand? You got to think about the background. And I had some pretty good photos and then I looked at them. I'm like, but then you've got like the recycling bin in the background or the garbage cans <laughs> yeah. in the background. You're just like, well, I mean, if if they want me to, if they want the photo and they want me to Photoshop it out, I'll Photoshop it out. But if it's, I'm not, that's not the photo, right? So then you get into how much Photoshopping do you do and stuff. Like if I was to hand that into an editor, you don't touch it at all, right? Or a paper, like you don't touch it at all. But if it's for a client, I'd be like, do you want me to clean that up? Ah, got it. So yeah. like Stuff I don't know. Yeah. What do you like better, massage therapy or, or photography? It's a toss up right now. Equal toss I like, up? I'd like doing both. We've, <laughs> I'd say it depends on who my this. clients are that day. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. But we've discussed this though, how so many massage therapists seem to have this creative side of them. Like Mark's a super creative guy. Mm-hmm. A lot of therapists we've had on are also musicians or artists or photographers. Yeah. So I think that the two probably go hand in hand massage therapist slash artist in some way Mm, what do i know (laughs) (laughs) um so let's talk about the athletics then because recently something kind of exciting happened for you right a little exciting a little exciting just touch touch. talk about it tell us tell us what's going on with your athletic career (laughs) it sounds so weird i'm like i just yeah um over 40 team Canada for field hockey, which is, yeah, like I was shocked. Yay. (laughs) Um, So last fall, um, my summer team and a couple of other ringers that we like to bring in, uh, we played against the Laurier team. We know the coach. So he calls us up and says, you know, can you guys put a team together? Which we always can. We just bring in some other people. Um, Carolyn being one of them. And she said, you know, she was asking everybody on the team who was over 40 because the World Cup Field hockey masters tournament is happening this year in August, and uh, where's where's that happening? England, nice, yeah. Hence the Portugal Got trip. <laughs> Got it. Makes total sense. Yeah, so You're I'm already, already over there. there. <laughs> already over there. Um, yeah. So she's like, "Hey Parker, do you want to do you want to you know try out for the World Cup?" And I was like, "Yeah, maybe." I'm like, "Where is it?" She's like, "England." I was like, "Oh." Because England, like, great country. I was there in high school um, for a field hockey trip. We did a a trip over there. But I was like, England's not high on my list 
to travel to. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right. I was like, well, I, like, why can't it be in like Spain or something like that? Right. But the beautiful but, thing about being in England is exactly what you're doing. Once you're there, yeah. it's so easy to travel around to other parts. You can go to Spain exactly. very easily. You can go yep. to Portugal very easily. Yep. So you just have to get there, do your World Cup thing, and then oh, for sure. go have fun. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and I thought about it after. I was like, but if I was in a country where I really wanted to travel around, I wouldn't be able to do that much because I'm in the games. Exactly. So I don't really, yeah. So I'm, I'm thankful it's in England. It'll be fun. It'll be, and England's a fun country. Country, like it'll be fun you know i know nothing about field hockey like literally nothing do you want to learn sure she'll tell you teach me parker I'll tell you a bit. i know i know nothing like <laughs> nothing i think bit. my high school had a field hockey team i think i remember hearing that over the pa but yeah i know nothing about it it's a confusing sport to watch sometimes like sometimes when the ref calls stuff so i'm like i don't even know what he's calling what makes it confusing like what does it look like? What 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 do you what do they wear? Like what are you doing? I know nothing about field <laughs> hockey. <laughs> okay, before you get into about field hockey, because you yep. st- you started playing field hockey like when you were in elementary school. Yes, right, grade six, seven, eight. Yeah, like grade six. This was not a possibility at any of the schools that were in my neighborhood. Like there were no field hockey clubs that I knew about in my neighborhood. There were no the, that wasn't a sport that happened. Like I feel like in certain neighborhoods this doesn't happen. Well, like I said, I'm almost certain my high school had a field hockey team. Most high schools do. Most high schools do, but I but mean before school. high school. No, elementary yeah. school like, field hockey was never. Yeah. It, I I didn't know those words went together. Like we so would we have never been six, exposed seven, to school. that. Like we had a grade K to five, and then we had a grade six, seven, eight, right? Middle okay. school. So the middle school had field hockey. Like we played it in gym class, right. and then the grade seven and eights, so we had a. I'd say it, it was a team, but like if you wanted to play, you played. It wasn't like we made cuts or anything. So. Yeah, elementary school, <laughs> like the classes are so small. It was like I want to be on the softball team, so I was. Yeah, like, exactly. Just, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're on. <laughs> All right. So you were going to yeah educate, teach me like full notes. Tell me about field hockey. <laughs> so it's similar to soccer. Okay. In that there's 11 players on the field. Like okay. 11 aside. This, so this is for outdoor, or outdoor field hockey. So the stick is short. It's probably about 36, 38 centimeters, inches. Not I was like, was like six centimeters. Inches. <laughs> like, are you all really you know small? I mean, really tiny. But yeah, it's so about that. Um, and you can only hit this. You can only hit the ball with one side of the stick. So it's oh. not. It's not like so. The one side of the stick is rounded. Yeah. So it's not like hockey where you can hit the puck back and forth. So you have to like flip over the stick. What size is the ball? Um, it's it's like, like a, are we talking soccer ball or no? It's like a floor hockey ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Fairly small ball, yeah. Curved stick can only hit with one side. So there's no like, like I don't understand. You got, you got, you, you got to flip, flip the stick. Yeah, oh, I have to watch some and field like, hockey videos it, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, you didn't do this in high school. No, we never played. I honestly did huh. not know not what even, field hockey was. Class? No, yeah. yeah, we did in gym class. No, yeah. we didn't. I mean, we played ultimate frisbee, not yeah. field hockey. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think we did ultimate frisbee in high school. Maybe we. I don't think we did. Not an option. <laughs> so eleven <laughs> yeah. players per side. So that's pretty yep. huge. And how long are these games? They're an hour. So two thirty-minute halves. And are you on for the entire thirty minutes, or is this like a massive team of like thirty women? Well, no, it's because it depends on how many. So our team, our summer team, we usually carry about eighteen to twenty. Okay. So depending on how many people show up for a game, like sometimes we'll have a full a full roster, and then sometimes it's like we've got twelve players, you've got one sub. Mm. And are you so in like just, like full like protective gear? Or are you like running around in like no. rugby clothes? No, so we wear like it's shin guards and a mouth guard. Okay, and then the the typical outfit or the typical uniform is a skirt, like a kilt, and and jersey. What? Yeah, a kilt. Yeah. A kilt. I'm learning so many things today. <laughs> I mean, a lot of girls now these days and a lot of teams are wearing shorts, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, or like, or skorts. Yeah. Okay. Because skorts are yeah, now yeah. in. So yeah, so we'll wear skorts. Yeah, but traditionally it's kilt. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Thank you. You're for welcome. anyone else yes. who was listening that <laughs> didn't know what field hockey was and I'm not alone, you're welcome. For everybody else, sorry to bore you. I just wanted to learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the training like now? Do you have to kick up your training big time now or? I did. Yeah. So um, I have a trainer. And I just, I, I said I might be making the, you know, Team Canada. I said, if I am, I'm going to have to like start running. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't run. Like I, I go to the gym a lot, but I'm like, I'll do five minutes warm up walking on the treadmill. And yeah. then I go upstairs and I lift the weights and I go home. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to start. I hate yeah. cardio. Like it just, it sucks. So um, the way I sneak my cardio in is I just do like the, the hit training, like the high intensity yeah. interval yeah. training. Cause that tricks me into doing cardio. <laughs> so yeah. That's kind of how I do. But I mean, now I'm actually running. Mm. Are you given a training program or the training is all up to you? Yeah. So FHC, which is Field Hockey Canada, they send our coach. Um, they sent us a basic, like a basic training regime saying mm-hmm. like, you know, this is the first two months. Um, and they also sent a letter saying, you know, you, you're not 20 anymore. <laughs> so, but your body, your body handles things differently, right? So yeah. they're like, you know, what may have taken you, you know, 
12 weeks or eight weeks to get into shape may now take you, you know, 20 weeks to right. get into shape. For does, that, does that fuck around with your mind? We were talking about this earlier today. today yeah. Because we had on a very young kinesiologist and we were, we were kind of talking about this. And uh, for me, it's a mind fuck completely yeah. because I don't, I'm old. I'm 45. In my mind, I don't feel old. Exactly. And so I would be just gangbusters and trying to do shit and yeah. feeling like I could. It's, it's, it doesn't fuck with your mind? A little bit. Well, because even when I'm out playing, like the teams that we play against, some of them are in high school. Mm. So I, and I, I mean, I hate, I'll toot my own horn a little bit. Like I can still beat them out on the field. Now, when I get to the ball, I'm like gassed a little bit because my cardio sucks, but oh, yeah. I can typically beat them to the ball. But yeah, there was, I think a couple weeks ago in indoor, one of the girls beat me to the ball and I was so mad. I was like, no fucking way did she beat me. But then I was like, well, she did kind of have the inside track and she was a little bit closer. <laughs> and she was 19. And but- yeah, exactly. She was probably about half my age. So, um, but yeah, it does. Cause I'm just like, I, sh- I feel like I should still be able to, yeah. you know, go hard as fuck and then wake up the next day and do it all over again and now I wake up the next morning I'm like oh my legs are sore like it takes two days to recover I feel it's like, I feel like this is a weird way, age though I, is. I, I, this it, is a yeah, weird is. age because you don't feel old yeah. you, your mind is not old and therefore you don't feel like your body should be any different the way it operates yep. that it did 20 years ago I know I it's sometimes really wonder like when I wish I could pinpoint the moment when like you know, I'd have back pain if I slept the wrong way or when, you know, like it feels like that just suddenly, it it suddenly became a conscious thing for me. I was like, oh yeah, like I get lower back pain if I sleep in this weird position. Like I'm sure when I was in my twenties and in university, I would like sleep in somebody's bathtub and I was fine. (laughs) Completely fine. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I never understood sleeping in the bathtub. Like, is it just more comfortable to sleep on the floor? Like why would you sleep in I actually just made that. I don't think I've actually ever slept in a bathtub. I was gonna say I've never slept in a bathtub. (laughs) Because you see that in every fucking TV show, every (laughs) movie. movie. Like why are you in the bathtub? Sleep on the fucking floor. um, When I went to Western, I lived in a house with myself and four other girls. That that sounds like a disaster by the way to have big parties and a lot of times friends from like Toronto would come and stay with us so there was one time we had so many people because each one of the girls had friends staying with us we had so many people staying with us there was a body on every couch there were blow up mattresses everywhere there were (laughs) more than one body so I think that time there were actually people sleeping in the bathtub because we just ran out of space like there was not even floor space (laughs) Um, unrelated to (laughs) what we're talking about but it just I, I just thought of this that party somebody decided to be funny a guy staying in the house oh, so he was only torturing himself decided to be funny and turned our heat all the way up oh, so there was like gross. probably 20 something people sleeping in this house and this guy turned the heat all the way up so we all wake up we're sweating we're hung over as shit oh, and we're like that's... why why is it so hot and this asshole went outside to his trunk and got one ice cold Gatorade and drank it in front of all of us I'm a fucking dick <laughs> <laughs> Freaking prank though. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. So okay, you're gonna be training. When does this training become like I mean, right now, like you said, you have the program, yeah. you know what you're supposed to do. Is there a point where this training is gonna become really intense? You're gonna have to scale back your work? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Taking it day I by day. I didn't actually I didn't actually think about that. Um I would think not, but I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, because you're not <laughs> I'm like, you're oh, not I don't a, know. Because you're know. not you're not at a point where you're training multiple times a day though, right? No, I'm not yeah. doing like two days or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's, yeah. yeah, it's it's train the morning and i mean we've got stick skills and things like that we have to do too so right i lived in my last year of university i lived with an olympic athlete and her training was so intense but i mean this was getting ready for the olympics and she i remember one time her coming home from her first session at the university gym and i was just going to bed like we would cross paths. She'd be like coming home at four o'clock in the morning from going for a workout. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just going to sleep now. See you later. It's so tough. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's, it's not that intense. Like I want to be in shape, but I I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be. Crazy. Do you know other women on this team? Yeah. So Carolyn is Carolyn's a phenomenal player. Um, so she's the one who suggested I try out for the team. So she's definitely on the team. Um, and there's one other woman that I recently met, Liz. She's one of the goalies. That'll be on the team too. So other than that, so there's the three of us here. I think there might be one other person. 
Um, they haven't confirmed if they're on the team or not yet. Um, and then the other group is out in Calgary and BC. Mm-hmm. So okay. we won't actually practice together until we're actually in England. Oh, wow. And how far before you guys actually have to play against other countries are you going to be in England together? So we have to be there on the 5th. And then the tournament starts on the 8th. So you guys don't have a lot of time Not a lot as of a time, team. no. Okay. So um, I'm hoping that we'll we'll create like a Facebook page just to kind of start, you know. Yeah. Um, interacting with interacting each other. Interacting with each yeah. other and getting to know each other a little bit. I'm probably going to go, because I think the we have to be there on the Wednesday. Monday's the civic holiday. So I'm like, and I'd be flying out the Tuesday anyway. So I was probably going to fly out the Saturday or Sunday mm-hmm. to get there because um, I like to travel. So I'm going to go check out London for a couple of days. Yeah. So if some of the other girls are going to do that as well, then maybe we'll hang out for a few days before we even get together with the full team just to start to bond a little bit. And Does this team know they have yeah. a massage therapist on the team? Well, so <laughs> this is the, so when I had my interview, so Carolyn told me about the uh, the tournament. I was like, yeah, okay, maybe. And then she told me how much it was going to cost. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll think about it. And then I'm like, keep me posted. So then a couple of days later, I'm like, I was thinking about it and I'm like, Christine, you're a fucking idiot. Like, oh my God. So I messaged her back and I <laughs> on, on Facebook, I was like, I don't think I fully understood what you were asking me. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Like, oh my God, where do I sign up? How do I try out? Like, are you kidding me? This is Team Canada. Like, why was yeah. I not excited about this? Like, all I thought about was like, well, it's England. I don't know if I want to go to England. <laughs> not asking you to go on a trip. Right. That's Because that's the traveler in me, right? Yeah. So it didn't really sink in. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I want to try out. So of course she's laughing at me. And then she sent an email to Sharon. So Sharon sent me an email. She's the organizer for us. Um, basically saying like sign up for an interview. So I had the online Skype interview with uh, Verla, who's the head coach and Sharon. And um, what was your question? I went off on a tangent. <laughs> if the other women know that there's an RMT right. on the team. So when we were, yeah. So when we were talking about uh, making the team and what I thought, you know, my role in the team would be and things like that. Um, I basically said, I'm like, well, if I happen to not make the team, I am a registered massage therapist and I also do sports photography. So if you want to bring me along for that. I'm so useful. Pick yes, me. Pick yes. me. <laughs> I'm, I'm good to have around. So yeah. So um, seriously though, you're like, what was the response them. to that? By the they way. laughed and they were like, hey, yeah, that's awesome. So mm, yeah. yeah. Now when we're over there, I mean, obviously if I'm not going to be like the team therapist or anything, no, but of obviously if, if, you know, if uh, players are needing some treatment, I'll, yeah. I'll treat them or whatever. And when you're not actually playing, are you going to do some photography? I was Which, actually. Gonna, I wonder if you'd be allowed. Well, I was going to. I might reach out to uh, the World Cup people, mm. <laughs> um, and just to see what they have for photographers over there. The other thing is that, like, for, to shoot outdoor field hockey, I need my big lens, mm. my 200 to 500, and I don't know if I want to. It's big. I don't know if I want to travel with it. Right. So that would be. I mean, I could obviously rent a lens when I'm over there too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I'm going to reach out to a couple of people I know. Um, I'm like, do people want pictures of field hockey? <laughs> well, somebody was asking me that over there. Like, is this going to be on TV? And I'm like, okay, Canada did not show the women's gold game World Cup juniors against the U.S. Right. Do you really think they're going to air women over 40 playing field hockey? <laughs> no, they're not yeah. going to. Like, it's, I mean, I hate to say it, but it, it it's, <laughs> it would, they're not going to. So It would they, be on the same network that, uh. What, what movie is that? Dodgeball. 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 Ocho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obscure <laughs> The Ocho. <laughs> now, in Europe, they might play it in Europe. Like, I'm assuming they'll probably have a televised or do something in Europe. Field hockey is yeah. big somewhere. It's I mean, huge I'm, in sure, Europe, yeah. I'm yeah. sure it is bigger than I know. I just, yeah, it is. I can't believe how yeah. little I knew about field hockey. Yeah. Like, it was just not a part of my life. Are field hockey goalies as crazy as uh, ice hockey goalies? Some are, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is just the theme, that goalies are nuts. They have Not to all be. goalies. Like, my best friend, she's a goalie, and she's not as crazy as sure? some of them. Are you yeah. sure? How are you going to allow people to use a stick to shoot a ball at your face? That's <laughs> terrifying. Because yeah. every, every person we've had on that plays hockey, we had on a dude that runs, like, uh, what does he run? Like a hockey camp or something uh, like that. Yeah, a hockey training center, a high yeah, performance training, center, yeah. and he's like, goalies are just fucking crazy. And then she's got a friend who's a goalie. She's like, yeah, we're crazy. Yeah, so bit. I was just, I was just wondering yeah. if field hockey is the same. I've played net a couple times, and it's it's definitely a different mindset when you're in net. <laughs> I panic a lot more. I mean, but that's me because I don't normally play what net. What was it that Ashley said when she was on a couple weeks ago about goalies? It's like you, you can, can save you a can game. save a game, you can throw a game, but you can't win a game. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, like that's, oh, a, yeah. that's so a whole different yeah. type of pressure. Yeah, it is. I don't think I'd want to be a goalie. There was at the the tournament 
that I shot a couple weeks ago, they had a, a shootout for the men's, one of the men's games because it, it was a tie. Yeah, yeah. So for indoor field hockey, it's different. Uh, so for outdoor, it's just one penalty shot. Like it's a flick towards the net and it either goes in or it doesn't. Right. For indoor field hockey, you get six seconds to try uh, and score. So you can shoot at the goalie. If you get the rebound, you can shoot again. So okay. it's also different than ice hockey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was... Does this make you want to watch field hockey? After doing this, <laughs> yes, I definitely want to see what it's all about because it's crazy to me that I don't know anything about this sport. Mm. So the Nationals are this year in... They're in Burlington and Toronto. Okay. This year for the... Yeah. Want to take a trip to go see some field hockey? For sure. It'll be good hockey too. Score, score <laughs> a gig and work it. Oh yeah. Work it as yeah. a <laughs> team. You got you Treat know the Ontario people. athletes. Yeah. But you're going to mean you know people. You know people. You and I do the, the same Sport thing. Massage Therapy Association. <laughs> Come on. And you know those same oh. people. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like to work, so. I was saying, speaking of like time off and working, if like, if anybody out there wants to cover my practice over August while I'm gone. <laughs> Is that what you do then? Every time, Waterloo every time you're, did you always have like a consistent practice then? The times that you were off, you know, six months working here or your travel? So after I came, so I went to Australia for those six months. When I came, I quit my job. Like I left it. I came back, um, started working at a different, at a spa, was there for six months. It was awful. I think I worked like two hours a week. Like it was, it was brutal. So Mm. I quit that and then started working at another spa. I was there for four years. Didn't do much traveling within that time. Um, And then... Do you like spa work? I did, but I didn't. Like there was... I like the fact that I could just go in, treat my clients and go home. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on days like Saturdays where you get a lot of the people, I just want to relax. And I'm like, if I treat another full body re- like relaxation, <laughs> it's just all oh, like, give me something. Like, not that I want my clients to come in with pain and injuries, but I'm yeah. like, give me something to work on. I'm bored. Something I'll challenge you. Yeah. yeah so As that, an it athlete, got a little boring. do you like working on athletes? Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Do you yeah. have a lot of clients who are like heavily into sport? I wouldn't say a lot, but I've got a, a couple that are, yeah they're more into it than others what's your typical client like here like who are the people you see office workers yeah yeah sun life's right across the road so there's them and yeah there's a lot of techie mm. i mean water, waterloo's yeah. a tech yeah, town a tech. right so right. yeah yeah i get a lot of insurance and tech teachers tons of teachers too mm. so yeah cool you do a lot of things. Yeah, it's fucking interesting as hell. <laughs> it really it's busy is. and sometimes it's exhausting and sometimes I'm just like, I gotta, so it's it's challenging sometimes to do that. And you probably wouldn't trade it that in for anything though. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, surfboard in Bali maybe? Is that the dream? No, but I mean, even with the fact that you're doing photography, you're um, now going to be going to England to be in the mm-hmm. World Cup for field hockey, which yep. I didn't even know was a thing really. Um, and you're a massage therapist. You still make time to travel. You've been to so many countries you don't even know off the top of your mm-hmm. head so this is what's so awesome do you think if you career. didn't do all that stuff you'd be bored out of your head and you'd fucking hate the job do you think all those breaks and things that you do to keep yourself you know yes. in, in your space that you yeah yeah because yeah. i do find if i haven't i think it's probably about maybe 12 years into it i'd be like i'm bored and then, mm. then i'd go take a workshop and then it would kind of light my fire you know to treat clients again and things like that but i think that happens with a lot of jobs right you get bored out of the yeah. job for doing it for so long so the nice thing about massage therapy is that there are different workshops you can take to go learn new techniques or new modalities yeah. to to help incorporate into your practice so that helped keep the fire going i dig it totally dig it mark doesn't like traveling though we've talked no. about that with a few other people it. he doesn't like traveling at all just not interested. Yeah. Have you been on a plane? Yeah, I've been on. I've been on planes. <laughs> we do a lot of like resort type stuff. I'm a know? road like, we'll, trip guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to get trips. in my car yeah. and, and fuck off in my car. Like that. That to me is fun because there's a certain level of control that I like to have all the time. Yep. Right? Hence, when he found out that you were in Waterloo, it was nothing for him to be like, "Okay, we'll come to you. Oh, yeah. You can't yep. make it to our office. All right, we're yeah. on our way. Jump in the car." <laughs> Jump in the car. I was like, "Did go. you just tell somebody that we're driving to Kitchener Waterloo at six o'clock on a Friday night?" Oh, you know yeah, what? You did that when okay. there's blizzard outside right? <laughs> you know what it would take us just as long to drive across fucking the city of toronto right. yeah in, to get in residentially yeah. right than to hop on the highway and come hop out here high, yeah. now the drive here wasn't bad at all and i don't know what the media keeps talking about with this weather i should probably knock on wood and shut up yeah but it was fine we got here in no time yeah. i thought someone said we were supposed to get like another 40 centimeters of snow up north they did Oh, okay. It's like yeah, Barry got Barry got hit. Barry Owen hit. Sound got hit really yeah. bad. Gotcha. Yeah. And now standard. we're talking about the weather. No. All these interesting <laughs> things we could talk about. We're talking about the weather. About the weather. <laughs> it's like I'm hanging out with your dad. Oh, <laughs> I love always, the man. Always but... poking at my dad. Well, you know, oh. it goes straight to that lowest common denominator <laughs> of conversation. Doesn't even hover into something else first. It always goes right into the weather. Yeah, my dad's like that. There's only like a few things he'll ever ask me about, and it's uh, my car, the weather. 
and the kids. Yeah. The end. That's what they do. He does ask me how I'm doing, but I don't think he actually listens to the answer before he's handing the phone to my mom. (laughs) Dad, if you're listening, sorry. (laughs) He's not listening. No. No. Anything else we want to talk about? Just fascinated with what people do. Yeah. It really blows my mind because I know so many people that just don't do anything. Do you know what I mean? They 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 go to work, they do their thing, and that's that's all they have going on. See, and I don't get that. I'm like, how can you not want to do other stuff? Like to me, that'd be I'd be bored. Mm-hmm. It's you know what? There's a whole different mentality. So, for example, I know. The person we were talking about before we turned on the mics that um, Mark thought you sounded like. Oh, right. Uh, her and I have had many discussions because she's a nine to fiver and she likes oh, going to work every day in her office, doing a job that she's really good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's had many like internal promotions and whatever. She loves the company she works for, but she likes that predictability and stability of like going to the same place every day and doing this job. And, you know, her kids school and daycare are all in the same yeah. neighborhood. And like that works for her. And so Mark has this hashtag because it's meant to appeal to us, right? It's meant to appeal to RMTs. And he has a hashtag that's my job is better than yours. I'm sure you've seen it on his social media. But it's it's to show like the the things that come along with being Mm self-employed. Now, her and I had a pretty heated discussion not that long ago because my job is better than hers. a couple of people <laughs> in my inner circle of friends like sort of took offense to that hashtag of my job is better than yours and she said to me but well you're a massage therapist don't the nine to fivers pay your bills i was like oh okay no right. but i was just saying to her it's not meant to be offensive to you and if right, you're taking yeah. offense maybe you know you need to look at something going on in your life but it's yep. not meant to be offensive we're trying to appeal to the people who want more than the nine to five. We're trying to appeal to the people who want to have a life where they can work their asses off, take the entire month of August off, Mm -hmm. decide that they want a secondary career and become (laughs) a photographer at the same time. You know, those are the people that we're trying to appeal to. And that's not you. And that's okay because people like you need to exist. People like us need to exist. There has to be, you know, people who are going to be interested in all sorts of things. Like, you know, when I'm talking to somebody who's an engineer, I'm like, how the fuck did you even like figure that out yeah that you're good at this like those kinds of things blow my mind not for me definitely not but it all starts with calculus <laughs> it all starts with calculus <laughs> exactly calculus, that stupid calculus but yeah being in this in this career is the only thing that makes sense to me because yeah. i love the fact that it has morphed i've only been a massage therapist for nine years only yeah but only, yeah. it has morphed so many times in yeah. that you know i've worked sort of for somebody i've been on my own mm-hmm. i went from treating 30 plus people a week to treating 10 people a week, teaching continuing education courses, doing a podcast. Like there's yeah. just so many different avenues. But that's awesome that you can about take. it, I right? Love there's it. so yeah. many different avenues. And when I hear the hashtag my job is better than your job, I'm like, I hear that you're saying that you love your job. Yeah. Right. It's not meant to be like na 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 you know, like exactly. right. Exactly. And that, it's not Thank it's you. not meant so to be. So anybody can use it. It's just saying that I love my like when I post sometimes for uh with the photography stuff, I'm like hashtag love my job. Yeah. Right. Because like I'm like I've gotten some pretty awesome backstage passes and stuff like that. Like my very first concert that I ever shot was Aerosmith. Whoa, that's a Stop fucking good right gig. Now. Like, so it was for it was for the Snap KW paper, and so Don sent out an email because it was the I forget the name of the concert that was in town, but it was the concert that was in town, and she was like we need, we've got accreditation for it. She was like, we need photographers. So of course I emailed back saying, yes, I want to shoot it. But then I was like, I emailed her back within like three minutes or something. And I'm like, well, obviously I was probably, she's like, okay, great. And I said, well, if, if other people want to shoot it as well, because obviously like it's Aerosmith, it's Slash. Brian Adams was headlining the other night. Um, and I'm like, if you want to wait for an hour or so, see who else is interested, put our names in a hat and draw because I'm like, that's the fair thing to do. And she's like, no, I need a name now. I'm like, okay, I'm, on, I'm in, I'm doing it. Amazing. So, and I, you know yeah. what? When you use a hashtag like my job is better than yours or love my job, the people looking at it should be getting inspired by it. Yeah. You know, if it's if it's not like speaking to you in that way, that it's not meant for you. And that's yep. pretty much how I ended the discussion with my friend is that it's not meant for you. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be, you know, poking at you and trying to make you feel like you're doing something wrong. If you love your job, then you put the hashtag, my job is better than exactly. yours. Exactly. It's, yep. it's meant to inspire people who want to do something like what we're doing or not necessarily <laughs> like what we're doing. Yeah, but, but I know. It. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> or is it to poke at them? Who knows? Right on, man. What was your favorite concert you've ever shot? The Aerosmith The first concert. one? <laughs> 
But the awesome thing about that is that it was my first concert, but the other photographers that I met there were great. I'm like, and I told them, I'm like, this is my first concert I've ever shot. Like, you know, talk about small fish in a big pond. Like uh, when Aerosmith came out, I was hand holding my 70 to 200 lens and all the other photographers had monopods with these big 300 lenses on. And I'm just like, <laughs> just looking around going, and I said, one of the, I'm so thankful. One of the photographers took a picture of like all of us standing there on the the platform that we had to shoot on. I'm just like, that is awesome. Like it was so great. And um, I still know some of the photographers that I met nice. that night. We still chat and I still ask them questions. <laughs> so cool. And that's great too. Like when you are the small fish in a big pond, use the other people, learn yeah. from them. You know, it's yeah. not about competition. Throw your ego out the window yeah. and be like, okay, you obviously know more than I do. Teach me things. Yes. Because Same thing with massage therapy, right? Exactly. Like, teach me things. Yeah. Even if you've been teaching, even if I've been 18 years, I'm like, there's still things I can learn, even potentially from therapists who've been treating for nine years or like, yeah. We all come from different backgrounds and different for sure. schooling and we've all taken different workshops and stuff. So I'm going to ask this question because I feel like we're going to get a different answer. Is it the lottery question? Yes. Then yeah. everybody else. You win, you win millions. Do you, yep. play the, do you play the lottery? No, I have occasionally. Okay. So you're not a lottery player. You win millions. I'm talking, you're not splitting it with every other person that's got the same number. There's a $19 million jackpot tonight. Yeah, there is a crazy one this week. You win 19 million bucks. Okay. Yeah. What's happening here? Are we packing all this shit up and we're saying, fuck you, massage? Are we going gangbusters with photography are you just gonna fucking surf like what's the deal I here would, it's, she's gonna I've, I've, no because i've thought about this before and i've told my clients i said if i ever won the lottery i would give you each like 500 dollars to go find a new therapist <laughs> <laughs> I i'm not sure i will pay you to not book an appointment with i'm me. bailing on you i'm canceling clients. <laughs> here's a couple hundred bucks go find someone new because i'm done <laughs> i love the honesty i love it um we've had so many therapists who say like oh I think I would keep working and I wonder yeah. I think, I've been doing it for 18 years though right I'm not just yeah, yeah. you're allowed out yeah. but I think some of them really mean it and well, I yeah. think some of them I'm like you just don't want to say that you yeah. would be out because it might look like you don't like your job yeah I love my job but I don't think that I would keep working you know what? like to the capacity that I love my job I love my couch more <laughs> okay <laughs> that's it but I think eventually I would come back and treat people who can't necessarily afford to be treated who need to be right, treated because you don't like need that, the money anymore right like and I would do like you know a couple like maybe once one day a week or whatever like I said like I do some bioenergetics and I would I'd probably even go out and do with more of that and just start treating people I think that. I would take a whole bunch of courses I feel like in if this I, field or just like calculus um, not calculus <laughs> Not, definitely not. I would um, pay someone to do calculus for me if I had 19 million. You know, I'd possibly start in this field. And let me tell you why. So I don't think that I'm stupid by any any means. I think that, you know, I know what I know and I know it well. And what I do, I do well. But even just through doing the podcast and meeting so many different therapists, I feel like there's so many things that I, I still feel like I could learn and so mm -hmm. many things I'd want to learn. But time and money and kids and all those things, I don't do it. So I feel yeah. like if I didn't have to work, I could just learn everything I wanted to learn. And I don't know yeah. why I would want to, but I, I want to know and I want to know everything. I would take courses. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, isn't it a good thing that people want to take courses? Yeah. Isn't that what we do for a living? Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag just, my job is better I'm than just, yours. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But see, I'd like go hire like National Geographic photographers and be like, let's go to Kenya mm, and do wow. that. Like that type of stuff where I'd be like, yeah, and go travel and <laughs> That's cool. Travel, do photography, and treat people while I'm out there or something. So many options. I dig it. Yeah, this has been fun. You're fun to talk yeah. to. Thanks. Thanks for having us out here. This is good. No, I, I appreciate it. you guys coming. Yeah. It's fun. Cool. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.